Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Everybody, welcome in another special edition of the LOTL Deerfield Gridiron pregame show. Two weeks in a row with the pregame show. Uh, we are coming at you Sunday morning style as the Browns play Sunday night in the Meadowlands against the New York Football Giants. Here with the with the gents, Steve and Ryan. How we doing, fellas? <sighs> Man, it's a a miserable, cloudy, just, you know, curl up with a blanket kind of a morning. But uh, we're here, and we are hunting for a Browns win today. Ryan and I are not curled up in a blanket. We are not. No snuggles on this podcast unless you ask real nice. Might be be wanting to to snuggle up uh, at about 1130 tonight when when the Browns hopefully uh, win their 10th game. I tell you what, this is what happens when we end up with so much uh, prime time, man. We, we end up recording That's at weird times. Weird. What a weird problem, but cool problem to have. Yeah, so it's uh, back-to-back weeks from Monday night football uh, to Sunday night football. All eyes are on the Browns. Well, it's weird, again, to feel that way, but it's really exciting. Just wait, because once we clinch, clinch the playoffs, more than likely the Browns are going to be playing on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, true. So... That'll be another... I don't know what we're going to do with that. but <laughs> We'll have to do something. It'll be the first time this podcast oh has gosh. done a, a, a playoff preview or a playoff uh, recap. Inject so. it straight into my veins. We'll absolutely be having something going on. Oh. We just don't know what. Well, we'll I don't know what I'd rather tuned. have, that or the vaccine. Right. <laughs> Inject it into my veins. But Either one, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaning towards the Browns right now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've learned how to deal with uh, social distancing. Right, exactly. And, we got this yeah. stuff figured out yeah. by now. At this point, give me a damn Browns playoff game. <laughs> Jeez Louise. And, I, you know, it's not a lock yet. I'm not trying to get too far ahead of myself. But things are looking pretty pretty good. And we'll, we'll, we'll touch on what we would like to see happen around the NFL maybe in a little while. But uh, Well, you're, I, I know this. You're not feeling nearly as good about tonight no, as I am. I feel terrible. Why do I ever feel good about That's anything? True. The one time I felt confident, we, we lost. lost on Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> I felt – I was like, you know what? We could definitely beat the Ravens. And then, don't get me wrong, hell of a game. We had a shot, but – I just I don't ever feel good about anything, but that's just because I'm a worrywart, and that's just who I am as a person. Um, <sighs> I, I just think there's too many reasons why it would be cosmically hilarious for us to lay an egg on this game. I'm just saying, Colt McCoy's return to Cleveland. I'm not gonna I'm not pretending like Colt McCoy is a great quarterback. He's been a career backup for a reason. Yeah. And I'm not really scared of Freddie Kitchens because he showed us last year that he can be a bozo and a half. But also when he stepped up and took over somebody else's offense and just had to essentially look at his menu and call plays off the sh- off the chart, it didn't go so bad. I mean, Baker looked great that year. True. Um, now, there's again, there's so many different variables. I'm not comparing apples to oranges I'm j- or apples to apples. I'm simply saying I, there's, there's a lot of reasons why this game is going to have me stressed out. Um, Wyatt Teller not being in there is is, is a bummer. We still have the That's best. That's a big loss. Yeah. That's a big loss. We still have the best backfield, and the rest of the line, again, they're not scrubs. Um, you know, I, I, I worry about – what our defense um, 
you know, if we can get back to the bend but don't break thing, you know, if we can keep the if we can keep the Giants like under thirty points, I think we probably will be okay. Um, but we need better keep we, the Giants we, under thirty. Points. We need to get back to bending but not breaking because that's 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 a recipe for disaster. If if we let a Colt McCoy led offense score thirty points on us, even if we win, I'm going to be livid. I you know. I just because I mean people talk about oh they they beat Seattle like Colt McCoy beat Seattle they scored seventeen it's not like they went up there and put up thirty five no I and I agree and that's a pretty rough Seattle defense too like they're not a great defense and so I, I understand right. like that we're that's not, a, we're not very good either that's yeah we're I was talking with uh, Paul about that on on Twitter the other day about you know like the Seattle defense wasn't particularly strong and they're they're up there with us in terms of some of probably. I would consider what a bottom bottom five, bottom eight defense in the NFL. So, yeah. Um, so you know, yeah, you're you're right in that. There's definitely you know hope that we keep it, them from scoring too much. And again, I'm a, I'm a boring, broken record. I will happily eat my words and be wrong as hell next time. Um, I'm just saying I don't feel good now. I, if I'm not mistaken, please correct me if I'm wrong, guys. If we win this game, is it a lock? Are we in? No, no. We we still need a Miami it's loss. A, it's essentially a. It's a set, if we win today and Miami loses, we're technically not. It's it'll be like ninety nine point seven percent. It's like we need and we need or a Baltimore loss would yeah do too. Like nine things. Like if if we if we win, well yeah, Baltimore loses and yeah. Um, but if we win, well no, even not if Baltimore loses because that would be their sixth loss if they lost and we could still finish ten and six and. True. Us and the Ravens finish finishing with the same records is not good for us. So, um. Yeah, if if the Browns win today and the Dolphins lose, that's it becomes almost a statistical impossibility that we would not make the playoffs. But mm-hmm. it's not like officially official. Like it, there's still mathematical situations that right. could happen that we could not make it. But we would feel good because we have the Jets game. We're still playing. Coming up. We would be playing yeah. the Jets next to week. Say, I mean, we could simplify it by saying, "Beat the Jets, you're in." Exactly. Right. Exactly. And then, and then, like we were talking about a little bit yesterday, um, that's. I mean, that who knows who the Steelers are going to actually put out there in Week 17 because, you know, unless the Chiefs slip up and lose again, which I don't really see them doing, the Steelers, as I think, as soon as today, could lock up the AFC North, and. Um, and then they wouldn't be playing anybody in week 17 against us. So, so who knows? I mean, the Browns could very easily still finish 12 and four and we could win our next three games very easily, but it starts, it starts with today. Yeah, it does. And, um, you know, we talked about this, uh, I think yesterday as well. The thing that I think, I don't know if we touched on it after the uh, the Monday night game. What was particularly upsetting about that, we, we know that if we had beaten the Ravens, we would have, again, not mathematically eliminated them, but right. definitely would have ruined their hopes. Yeah. Um, because they won, at this point, they, they've got a cakewalk of a schedule coming yeah. up. It, we, we should only assume that they're going to finish 11-5. and five. They're going to finish, yeah. And realistically, unless we – I'm assuming we're going to go 2-3, and three, we'll win – if we, you know, like two, two, yeah, two out of three, or two of three, excuse yeah. me, yeah, to finish the season. 
and that puts us with the same record. And by virtue of tiebreaker, now we lose our fifth seed and we drop to sixth. Yeah, we would um, most yeah we would most likely end up with the sixth seed at that right. At and that if that point. the way things are currently shaken up, that's that would be Buffalo. Yeah. Um, now I think from a fan perspective, Buffalo versus Cleveland would be great. Two of the best fan bases yeah. in football. But of course, I don't it's want twenty twenty. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with Buffalo right now. Like they are hot. They are they just absolutely annihilated. <laughs> Um, Denver, uh, Denver the other day. Now, granted, that's not a very good team, but still, I mean, when you when you hang uh, almost fifty points on somebody in the NFL, that's yeah. that's some serious business. Yeah, it's it's like them and the Chiefs right now, as as far as who's yeah. the best team in the NFL. I don't think I don't think there's any team in the NFC that's as good as Kansas City or Buffalo the way that the Bills are playing right now. Yeah, the Saints would have a shot if they could get you know Breeze healthy, and that's a big and if, if the game was in the dome. Right. If it's uh, indoor, yeah. um, that's a different story. We'll never know, but right. like Drew Brees is not going up to uh, Buffalo and winning a game in Buffalo. But we'll never know because even if those two teams play in the Super Bowl, it's going to be in Tampa. Right. 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 But yeah. But yeah. But that was just that I was down the rabbit hole a little bit there. That, do you guys think that Buffalo will uh, ultimately jump Pittsburgh for second? Could happen. I mean, Pittsburgh would have to slip up again, but. Um, Buffalo question. does have the tiebreaker over them with the he- that head-to-head win. So, actually, you know what, Steve? That Pittsburgh probably is going to have have stuff to play for uh, against us because, yeah, seeding-wise, no matter what, Pittsburgh is not going to be locked in because they could move up or they could move down. So, that final game is probably going to be important for both us and Pittsburgh. So that'll be a That'll be an interesting game. That's a good point. And I didn't I mean, think of that. It would be even more interesting under the old format where second place gets a bye. Mm-hmm. But you know, maybe it's the difference between second and third isn't that significant now. But I mean, you figure maybe a marginally easier matchup in round one, which, I mean, they'd still want to play for. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and looking at their schedule, so Buffalo has the Patriots uh, and the Dolphins left. So those are – not great teams, but they're not scrubs either. I mean, the, Dolphin, are, the Dolphins will be playing for their playoff lives when gonna, they play Buffalo. So. And the Patriots would love nothing more. That, I mean, this is the first year that, that Buffalo's won the division in, what, an eternity? So, like, yep. I mean, the Patriots would love nothing more than to screw with them. Um, so they don't have a cakewalk of a schedule the rest of the way. That's, that's a, good, it's a good point, and it's going to be fascinating to see how it plays out. Yeah. So, um, Steve, what are, what are your feelings about tonight's game? I'm interested to see where where you're where you lay on the. Uh, are you concerned? Are you confident? Well, I'm very concerned about the Browns' defense. They were horrible on Monday night. Right. Uh, generally speaking, on the road, they're not very good. Their lowest point value, I, I think, on the road given up this year was Jacksonville with 25. Oof. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty sure that Colt McCoy and the Giants. Freddie Kitchens, they're they're going to be able to put points on the board, but I'm confident in the sense that the Browns' offense is absolutely killing it right now. They've they're gotten cooking. 41, yeah. 42 points the last two weeks. Baker Mayfield's playing very well. The running backs are run, are playing well. <coughs> I don't expect that Wyatt Teller's not playing, but um, that's really the only thing that gives me a lot of pause right now. I, I think that this is going to be a high scoring game. I think the Giants will get into the twenties, but ultimately, I don't think they're going to be able to score enough to keep up with the Browns. Yeah, I, I look at the similar way. Um, I, uh, I'm, I, I don't know why I'm incredibly confident about tonight. I just think the Browns are going to come out and smack the Giants. I don't know why. 
I think they're going to be. I think they're going to play pissed off about how the game last uh, on Monday night went. The fact that they put up 42 points and lost at home against the Ravens. Uh, I don't. I don't see them giving up. Like I don't see the fact that they gave up 47 points to the Ravens as an indicator that they're just going to give up a, a crap ton of points to the Giants too because. Colt McCoy's not rushing for 130 yards and, you know, throwing fourth and five bombs because uh, our defense gets sucked up because they feel like they have to defend the run. Um, I just I, – I don't – and and the whole Freddie – and you know what's going to happen. Freddie Kitchens is going to throw the kitchen sink at the Browns. And I could very easily see, like, the Giants trying to run some – you know, double reverse with a flea flicker play that they've never practiced all year. And then, you know, they miss the pitch and it goes back like 20 yards and, you know, stuff like that. Also, I think it's very, it's, it's very uh, likely that Miles Garrett has one of those games where he just wrecks it. Um, he's going to be going up against the Giants rookie left tackle, Andrew Thomas, who's had a horrific rookie year. The guy's given up something like 51 pressures on the year. Uh, so I think Miles Garrett, I think now he's been back a couple weeks from COVID. I think he's getting his wind back. Uh, I, I just think he's going to be a terror and I'm going to give the guy credit. You know, I, I said at the beginning of the year, the first time Olivier Vernon makes a play will be the first time in a Browns uniform. That guy has been playing, um, ever since Miles went out with COVID and now he's come back. I think he's up to like seven sacks on the year this year. I mean, he could he could realistically end up with a double-digit sack season, and that's insane to me thinking of where he's come from as far as, like, uh, how his Browns tenure started. Well, yeah, I mean, given injuries and given all kinds of everything he's dealt with, I wouldn't have thought he played in 10 games, let alone had a 10-sack season. Yeah. So the, you're right. I mean, if he gets a double-digit sacks, that would be a win in our book. Yeah, and um, you know, and, and we're, talking about, we're talking about players being motivated to play against us who are on the Giants – He's going to be extremely motivated today going up against the Giants who traded him away. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident. I don't think the Giants are going to stop our running game, even with Wyatt Teller out. I think Baker's locked in. Um, we're getting, I believe we're getting Kaderil Hodge back uh, tonight. I think he's questionable, but he practiced at the end of this week. So I think he's playing. I think we're getting Denzel back, which will be enormous. Um, because that kind of slides everybody back into their positions in the secondary. Sandejo's not playing, so with the concussion, um, so Redwine is playing in his stead. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to feel about that one, but uh, unfortunately, we're, we're still not yet getting Ronnie Harrison back. Yeah, I know that sucks too. So he's he's had. I mean, it's been a small sample size, but when he has played, that has helped so tremendously. Yeah, assuming assuming we make the playoffs, I think he's going to be back for the playoffs. I hope might so. even might even be back for like the like the Steelers game or something like that. Yeah. But Kevin Johnson might be back in too. Another yeah. another cornerback that uh, would be nice to get a little bit. I mean, we're just we're decimated in the decimated. secondary, yeah. and it, and I I know I've been part of this. It's easy to pile on the secondary because they've not played well. But we got to remember, like most of these guys are not starters. The past couple of weeks that we've seen some of these guys, yeah. most of these guys are backups, like professional backups. And yeah, I don't mean that in any disrespect. It's just it's hard to play against like an offensive, uh, 
you know, team like the Ravens or pick, you know, pick another strong offensive team. If we ended up playing a Buffalo, uh, you know, we would get picked apart. And it's just yeah. simply because we don't have the talent back there. I don't care what scheme uh, they try to put together. At a certain point, players got to make plays. Yeah. And speaking of secondaries, the, the Giants are going to be without their best corner, James Bradbury. That helps who's uh, Who's on the uh, COVID list, and uh, he's not playing tonight. So, um, I think there's another corner of theirs as well. I think they're hopefully. Down two, I think they're down two t- uh, DBs. Hopefully. Uh, it's, it's, it's about time somebody else is down DBs instead of us. Right. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I just I, – I don't know. I – I get the feeling. I understand the uh, we're Browns fans, so whatever can go wrong, probably will go wrong. I don't know. I just this team is so different than any other Browns team that we've had in the past two decades. Uh, even going back to the the '07 team that won ten games, um, but it it's it's setting up very similarly to that season, Steve. I don't know if you remember that season. In week fifteen, we went or week sixteen, we went down to Cincinnati with an with an opportunity to clinch a playoff spot with a win. And Derek Anderson threw four interceptions in the first half. And we ended up losing that game, and then having to rely on help needing to get in um, from the Colts, who in week seventeen decided because they had everything locked up that they would sit Peyton Manning and all their offensive stars and lost to Tennessee. And Tennessee got the sixth seed over us that year. That was one of the worst days of Browns fandom that I think a lot of people oh. can remember. All we had to do was beat the lowly Bengals to, to get to the playoffs in 07, and it didn't happen. And then it just, you know, like you said, the, the NFL schedule makers uh, gave the Tennessee Titans a huge gift uh, getting to play Indianapolis when Indianapolis had nothing to play for. Uh, I believe that was the season they started like 13-1 and or 14-0. and So yeah. Uh, the Tennessee wouldn't have won that game under normal circumstances. No, but it uh, just goes to show you that you uh, you don't take care of your own business. You really don't have any control over what happens after that. So agreed, and it, yeah. it's setting up a little similarly this year to to that season. Now, if we if we lose today, we can still get we we still control our own destiny because if we win eleven games, we're going to get into the playoffs because Miami Miami's the team. My, because we're, we're assuming Baltimore is going to um, win out and win 11 games. Whoever doesn't win the AFC South, the second-place team is probably going to end up in a wild card. So it's Miami. In Miami's last three games, they play New England today. They play Vegas, who's sliding, but they're still decent. And then that final game with them, they play Buffalo, which we just talked about for seeding purposes. Buffalo is still probably going to play their players. So I can't really see – I can't really see Miami beating Buffalo in that in that Week 17 uh, game, but I, crazier things have happened. So uh, the Browns just need to take care of business today, uh, take care of business next week, and then you know, hopefully uh, Miami loses one game, and then and then we're in. So one out of their last three. Yeah, my take on Miami is they could conceivably finish 11 and five, but they could also conceivably finish eight and eight. True. None of the games are guaranteed one way or the other. True. I mean, they have you know obviously with the way Vegas is playing that the Vegas game for them, I I think is is more likely a win for them than even today. I just Belichick does not lose to rookie quarterbacks and he doesn't lose to his former assistants very often. Now Mangini beat him a couple times, but mm-hmm. uh, it just doesn't really happen. So. We'll see. Um, it's going to be strange being a Patriots fan today, but hey, got to do it. 
Yeah, we got to do what we got to do. Me and G beating Belichick, that gave us one of the greatest football sound bites of all time. Bart Scott's can't wait. Oh, yeah. yeah I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, the what, what do we think uh, about scores today? For the Browns game, Browns Giants, Browns Giants, G man. You know, so uh, what do I think? I don't know. I think the Browns will probably that, that the spread Gi- is four and a half. Browns that, by four and a half. Yeah, that Giants defense is not. Again, it it helps that they're down a couple of their uh, <coughs> DBs, especially Bradbury. Um, that's going to take some pressure off of uh, off of Baker for sure. Um, I don't know. I see us probably. Yeah, I I bet you we cover. I think it'll be close. I know I'm I'm hemming and hawing a whole bunch, but I, I think that it'll be four, five, six point less than a touchdown. And 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 I'm gonna go ahead and say we win. I'm just saying I'm nervous as hell. Yeah. I'm not I'm not you know predicting a loss. I'm just saying, I, I'm just kind of feeling like we had a giant lead on Denver and we nearly blew it. We had a giant lead on Tennessee and we nearly blew it. Now the the difference is those teams have actual offenses. Well, Dallas did before Dak got hurt. Um. And and and. You know, Engram might not be playing. The tight end might be out. Um, and Saquon's yeah. not been a factor. You know, he's been hurt almost the entire year. He only played a couple games. So, you know, the offense that, that, that the G-men have is is definitely not some of those other teams. Um, but uh, I, I bet you we do something stupid to keep it uncomfortably close. Um, I know you – and I know it, it's a fair point to say that we're not the, this – we're not the Browns of – of, of years past things definitely yeah. have changed and they feel different but maybe i'm just still too shook up i can't i can't <laughs> i yeah. can't kick the the feeling that we're gonna do something terribly stupid yeah see, <laughs> i see I, i'm completely the other way i think i think that freddie kitchens and colt mccoy are gonna do things stupid that are gonna uh turn this game into a route i i just think the 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 times of the with with kevin stefanski running this team the times of the browns doing stupid things are are over at least on a on a on a macro scale, like yeah, we complain, we micromanage the way that you know, hey, he could have managed the clock better at the end of the first half against the Ravens or stuff like that. But like, I don't think you know they they've done such the the only way, honestly, the only way I see the Browns losing is if like what happened in uh, Cincinnati for the Browns in 07 is if Baker just turns into last year's Baker Baker and throws four or five picks, which I don't think is possible with the way that uh Stefanski and Alex Van Pelt are managing him and calling plays. I just I just don't see it. If the Browns don't turn the ball over, I don't think there's any way that they can lose. The only way that I, I see the Giants beating us is if, you know, they get a bunch of turnovers and score on defense. I don't think their offense is going to – even with how bad our defense is, I don't think they're going to be able to score enough points to keep up with us. I agree with that. So yeah. I, I – uh, yeah. let me get my score real quick. I, I have the Browns – I think the Browns are going to win. I say 27-17. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um – Honestly, I, like I said before, I do think the Giants will have their moments. They'll be able to score a little bit, but they're not going to be able to keep up with the Browns. Ultimately, the Browns are going to be too motivated to just kick sand in Freddie Kitchen's face, and you know, Baker especially is going to be super motivated. Is um, Baker going to stare Freddie Kitchens down like he did Hugh Jackson after he throws a touchdown pass? Yeah. Oh, if he gets 
chance. You know he's going to do that. I don't know. I kind of think I kind of think he won't. I feel like maybe that's like I, I like the Baker that still has a little bit of edge and has some attitude, but I, yeah. I like that he's been doing less of that. You know, like somebody was tweeting right. the other day about like, oh, I hope that uh, like we, I wish we still had Demarius Randall. So if he had an interception, he can go hand it to Freddie or whatever. And I'm just yeah. like, you know what? Like that was cute and that was fun. Yeah. I, and I love that in the moment because I think Hugh was kind of a, a, a weenie at the end of his tenure and the, the whole joining Cincinnati right. thing was right. stupid. But I just, I'm sort of hoping that part of the culture change with Stefanski is like, you know, have all the swagger you want in the locker room, but don't do that stuff in public. Yeah, and I think I think I think Baker and Freddie have a much better relationship than Baker ever had with Hugh Jackson. Yeah, um, I mean it was it was it was pretty clear that Baker did not care for Hugh Jackson at all, at no. at any point. No. So um, yeah, I and I think I think uh, you know Baker and the team and like you said with Stefanski, uh, you know his leadership. I think they're going to recognize that there are bigger things to worry about than. Petty stuff like Stupid that. Stupid revenge so. game against yeah, former think, coaches. Yeah, and... right. Exactly. Like if we were if we were six and six and eight right now or something like that. Okay, maybe you would get a little bit of that. But we're nine and four. We've got bigger goals in mind that we're still waiting to achieve. I don't think I don't think they're going to get into that petty BS. So sorry, Steve. I didn't mean to cut you off on that, but I was just I was curious. Uh, it's a it's a very good point. Um, you know, we'll we'll see how that shakes up. But uh, yeah, I I think Browns. I, I'm going Browns thirty five twenty four tonight okay yeah higher scoring yeah i just i think the browns are going to get back to uh controlling I, I don't know what the weather's supposed to be like in new york obviously we know new york got a big giant snowstorm this this week um i don't know what what the weather's going to be like tonight but i think the browns are going to get back to um you know pounding the ball running the ball you know you'll see baker maybe throw it 20 to 25 times and hopefully chubb and hunt get at least 30 carries so that's why I have it a little bit lower scoring, but I could, you know, I could still, you know, the way Baker's feeling right now, they could chuck it around. I didn't think we were going to throw the ball as much against Baltimore, and we threw it like 48 times. So, the weather forecast for New York tonight is partly cloudy to cloudy and 38 degrees at start time. Okay, it's pretty good. Any, any, is there any wind? Uh, probably about five to 15 miles an hour. Okay, I don't think so it's... marginal. Yeah. All right, yeah, um, yeah. I just, I, I think the, I'm ch- now, me during the game is going to be a little bit different. I probably <laughs> will. Like right now, I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. But if the Giants like get the ball first and go right down down the field in like four plays, and going to be sounding a lot, Col- a lot yeah. like me here in a yeah. minute. <laughs> Colt McCoy throws like a 28 yard touchdown pass to to Sterling or whatever his name is, Shepard. I don't remember his name. I don't know his name. Sterling Sterling Shepard. Is it Sterling Shepard? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then I'll probably be like, "Oh boy, oh great." Oh no. Uh, hopefully Ryan's gonna be back on the uh, on the ones and twos on the old Twitter account. Yeah, I got you. I, tried, I got. I tried my best. I tried my best to keep up. It's exhausting, man. I, it really is. I was just say I'm glad he's reading Twitter and I'm not because I wouldn't have time more patience for that <laughs> right i tried so hard but yeah. as like as like we got deeper into the game and like it got more and more intense i'm like like there was a like if you go back and look i think after halftime i maybe tweeted like twice yeah but it's like and then once uh uh so all of all of you in the parky posse 
if Ryan's tweeting tonight, I, I, I tweeted that the Parky Posse was dead because he missed that field goal and that extra point. I'll bring him back. It'll be back. It's also it's also because I don't I didn't have the uh, the the count memes uh, yeah, in my think, phone I didn't, to yeah, tweet I didn't, him. I didn't think to send that. that. That's like that's so funny. But but yeah, that uh, yeah man, that I'm still stuck on how fun that Monday night game was. It just just went oh i'm still hung up on it man if we're 10 and 3 right now going into this game oh we'd be partying it would be great instead we're pooping like Mm -hmm. lamar jackson hey (laughs) we'd be thinking about an afc north title possibly oh 100 percent. who does who do the steelers have this week uh bengals Ugh. yeah Oh, yeah, that's the Monday night game. Yeah, the Steelers have a pretty interesting route. So they've got the Monday night game against the Bengals. Then they've got the Colts, who aren't pushovers. I mean, they're they're a playoff team. Yeah. Um, and then they've got us in in early January. So I don't. Damn, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be rooting for the Steelers in that game. Steelers Colts. Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. assuming they don't lose to Cincinnati somehow. Yes, that would be that would be right. Right. Boy, talk about two back-to-back Monday night games in the AFC North, and you're going from the game of the year to the Bengals and with the way the Steelers are playing lately, uh, uh, absolute trash game. Yeah, it's not going to be great. Yeah, like, who in the hell at ESPN thought it would be a good idea to put the Bengals on Monday night football and to put them on in week 15? I mean, I think the, the hope was probably that Joe Burrow would be on primetime, but yeah. the thing was they didn't they didn't take into consideration how terrible that offensive line was, and yeah. it got him ruined. Should have put them on in week two or yeah, three. Agreed. Honestly, honestly, yeah, honestly, you're right. Agreed, 100%. Um, by the way, the the Brown the Browns uh the first Browns Ravens game next year is going to be on Sunday night football. Can we all? Oh, that'll happen. Can we all just uh, you know, lock that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be a primetime game. That'll be, and then it'll be a good one too. By the way, real quick sidebar. Um, I don't know for any if anybody else is aware of this. Marcus Peters did get fined for the spit yeah. incident, a, a whopping twelve thousand five hundred dollars. That's pretty much like league minimum for fines. He got fined less for that than Andrew Sandejo got fined for a BS helmet to helmet hit earlier in the year. Right. Yeah, and there was no suspension accompanied like by why, it. Like, why even why even fine Marcus Peters at it's, that point? That was, I mean, he's making $10 million this year. Yeah. He makes like $500,000 right. a but, game. But it's also proof of guilt, though. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, true. I mean, he's that's, a trash that's, bag, and he plays for a trash bag organization. Yeah. Well, yeah, people forget, it was literally only last year when there was that choking incident with Odell. And the whole with, organization. Uh, uh, um, uh, was the other their other corner. Yeah, I forget his name. Uh, um, shoot. Yeah. To put that fine into perspective for a normal everyday Joe, that would be like getting fined between fifty and a hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Be like, oh, there's my slap on the wrist. Fine. See you later. It's yeah. just, it's that I, I've been. This one's I, for, for whatever reason it's bugging me, and it's probably because I, I definitely hate the Ravens. But the other thing is, it's just that's so gross and disrespectful in the best of situations. And yes. we're literally in the middle of a pandemic. Now right. I know that they just 100%. spent, they spent three hours running around tackling each other yeah. and sweating. And I understand that it's like there already were fluids out there, right? but like, it's just doubling down on the insult. And it's just, it's exactly what Jarvis said. It's just cowardly. And I'm glad he didn't really take the bait too hard and get really riled up into it. No. I just think he just called it what it was. But he it, was, him out. it was a cowardly move, yeah. uh, and he's an asshole, and the world knows it. And yeah. he can try to deny it all he wants. It's just like, dude, we have it on tape. I mean, the whole world saw what happened. 
Yep. Um, yeah. It, it's just yeah. So I I'm I hope that Jarvis plays like he just got spit on the rest of the season and just absolutely tears DBs apart. Uh, he's uh, been he's been hot the last month. He's been great, man. He's been um, awesome. I just love him from a leadership perspective too. I mean, right. I, I, his production has definitely been better the past couple of weeks. But man, what a guy to have in your clubhouse. Yeah. And I I. Uh, well, then uh, the former Buckeye, J.K. Dobbins, he didn't really make, he didn't really make the smartest of uh, moves, uh, tweeting out what he tweeted out mm-hmm. uh, Tuesday morning. Yeah, that was dirty too. But uh, I mean, it's just it's the Ravens. What do you I, I, you got to expect that they're just going to be trashy? That's what they are. Yeah. Um, I actually, you know, I I might sound like an idiot for saying this, just be, because of how we defended Lamar Jackson. I hope we play them in the playoffs. I really do. It probably wouldn't happen until the AFC Championship game. I want those a holes. It it would take a lot of yeah. It would take a lot of winning on both our parts to, to right. make it. And right. Because at that point, like obviously, I would rather play the Ravens than the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game if we, if we get there. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I want that team again. That sort of a situation would be Browns beat the Bills and then the Steelers. On the other side of the bracket, the Ravens would go through either Tennessee or Indianapolis and then Kansas City. Yep. Yeah. But And it would be in Baltimore. Right. But I uh unless Baltimore loses a game. True. True. But um I don't think Baltimore's going to get there because like they have the last two years, I think they're gonna lose their first playoff game. So that's that's what that is. So um That would be so funny if Baltimore did end up against Tennessee again in the first round. Tennessee did him in again. Good. I hope so. I absolutely would love it. Yeah, that'd Screw be fine. The Ravens. That'd be fine by me. I'd be happy as a clown. The only reason why I would want the Ravens to get to the AFC Championship game is if we also got there and we played them. I want to play them so bad. Could you imagine beating the beating the city that stole our football team to go to the Super Bowl? That would be pretty wild. That would, oh. that would feel very good. Oh my god. They couldn't write movies about that. Oh yeah. yeah. I would honestly, I would rather beat the Ravens than be, I've I, after Monday night. I've completely switched over, and I think, uh, I think you're like this, Steve. You hate the Ravens more than you hate the Steelers. Are you like? Is that? Uh, yeah, honestly, I do. I, I how are you with that, Ryan? Are, would you ra- do you hate the Ravens more than the Steelers, or Steelers more than the Ravens? I go back. I think at this point, I think I think I actually hate the Ravens more. I think yeah. I think the combination of just being so salty that they stole our or you know the franchise and we haven't really been competitive with Pittsburgh in so long that I think the the, the combo effect of that has led me to Baltimore not yeah. that we've been competitive with them either but I'm just yeah. I'm more pissed at them for that whole fiasco and I admit one of my best buddies is a Steelers fan and not that I root for them but it's like dulled the edge yeah for me, I, I think I think there's to me I'm, and I'm not talking about their fans because Steeler fans are some of the worst human beings on the planet. Uh, but at least with their their and again, not even their players because we all know the history with Ben Roethlisberger. But like the Steelers as an organization, like they were one of the organizations that st- like stood up to get the Browns back into the NFL. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a small like very small, very minuscule respect factor with the Steelers as an organization. The Ravens are just complete trash bags. They stole our team. Uh don't you don't have to get me started with uh with uh with Ray Lewis. Yeah. And the white and the white uh the white tuxedo that was never found. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um and just the organization as a whole is just ugh. 
I just I don't know. I it's and then what happened on Monday night got me so fired up. I hate the Ravens. I I, yeah. I hate I I officially hate the Ravens more than I hate the Steelers. Yeah, officially. I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think I'd ever hear you say that. Honestly, yeah. knowing how you feel about Pittsburgh. And it's to the point. It's it's the point now where it's like, uh, if it came down to it, I would rather beat the Ravens in the playoffs than beat the Steelers. And just another really small point about regarding the fans of these three fan bases. Baltimore fans are the only ones who chanted BS loudly for over two minutes on national television during a game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, real quick, the teams that are playing today that have direct influence on what happens with the Browns, uh, who, what are the matchups for those? Um, who plays who? My, uh, we, we know Miami plays New England. Uh, that's in Miami. That'll be a tough game. Yeah. Uh, so as gross as it is, we're we're Pats fans today. Yep, we're Pats fans. Uh, we are. We're also fans of Jacksonville. They're playing against Ooh. Baltimore. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> highly likely. You know what's but, funny? Uh... Cleveland fans are the only fans of Jacksonville this week. <laughs> Not even their own fans care. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston is one of the teams we'll be pulling for. They're playing against Indianapolis. Hey, Jordan. Right, there we go. There we go. Let's go, Deshaun. And then Detroit. The Lions are playing at the Titans. That's another game worth watching. All right, Rebecca. There we go. Ugh. We got we got we have friends of the program. That's right. Shout out. <laughs> I my 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 ugh was at the Lions, not at Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> no, I figured Shout as much. Out. Yeah. Lions, uh, man, Matt Stafford's pretty banged up. I don't think they've got a prayer in that game. I hope. You never know. I've got family yeah. that are Lions fans, too. So. Hopefully TJ Hawkinson scores three touchdowns because I was an idiot and started him over Hunter Henry this week in my in my playoff game. Uh-huh. And Hunter Henry scored the first touchdown of the game with the with the Chargers and the Raiders. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. That's how it always goes, isn't it? That sucks. So I'm hoping TJ Hawkinson has, like, three touchdowns today. But, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much going to do it for us. Uh Go Browns. Hoping for a win. Need one. Uh, Browns lose this week, and even though we're going to beat the Jets next week, that sinking feeling that you're feeling about this game, if we actually lose, I'm going to start getting it, even though we're playing the Jets next week. Um, so I think just about everybody will, Dan. Yeah, 10-4 and four is going to feel a hell of a lot better than 9-5 and five. because then you're looking at, boy, the Browns need to beat the Steelers. And... That's not a good proposition to have. I might go back to hating the Steelers more than the Ravens at that point. <laughs> yeah, if they end up knocking the Browns out of the playoffs. I'm oh say. God! Well, let's just uh, let's just win today and take care of business. Yep, handle it. Handle and win next week. Let's let's just do the. You know, we're in a New York state of mind, so let's take care of business and win these uh, two games these next two weeks. So, um, yeah, that's back, gonna back in the New York. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? <laughs> I was going to start singing Frank Sinatra, New York, New York. New York. They're in Jersey, man. They're not even in New York. That's true. It is his Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. All right, so uh, thanks, Steve. Appreciate you uh, calling in. I know it was kind of weird getting here and with everything going on, you know, doing this in the morning. So appreciate you calling in and uh, being part of the show, as always. And uh, thanks to Ryan. Um We'll be back with a uh, Christmas version of Living Off the Land this week, so be prepared for that as uh, we celebrate the uh, getting ready for the holidays. So um, I'm Dan. You can follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys later. Go Browns!
See ya. See you.